Hello, lovers and listeners. I am Angelique Gray, your peachy paramour and sensual seductive siren. And thank you for joining me. This is Shit Unedited. Before we get started, here's a word from our sponsor. So, this has been inspired by conversations on Twitter um, that are regarding whether or not sex work is something a little girl dreams of. And I just want to make very clear that that argument is inherently dishonest because there are so many different careers that people do not dream of doing but get done anyway. And no other worker has to make the argument of defending the work that they do because people don't dream of doing it. Furthermore, um, I do just want to go a little bit into depth about the conversations about how sex work is forced onto teenagers these days and how girls are pressured children in general but specifically young girls are pressured into starting in OnlyFans when they turn 18 and yada 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 yada. Um, I do want to go into depth in that but I also want to talk about just touch on the fact that when we're discussing full service sex work and you know online sex work uh, versus stripping there is always going to be a certain allure because of media right and so let's just jump into it when you're talking about children right when you're talking about them being groomed by the internet that is an inherent fallacy the internet is not an entity okay it's not a person it's it's not the school that indoctrinates them the internet is a vast vast place full of information and misinformation for anybody to have access to except for the darknet but you know different conversation so when you talk about children being groomed by the internet number one you don't know what the word groomed means number two you're really misunderstanding the importance of you know outside relationships on how we think because I think it's super vital to understand how young women come to terms with their sexuality and how they either weaponize or do not that same sexuality, how they expand on that sexuality and what they plan to do with it. And in recent years, there has been an influx of stripper culture making it into the mainstream, which is why stripping got so saturated. Um, in recent years, there has been an influx of sugar baby shows and, and sugar baby culture being watered down and and mainstream and very much oh my god just join sugar daddy for me and dot org or whatever um (laughs) no free press and i just think it's it's super disingenuous for anyone to pretend that any one person has their entire you know future mapped out because of the internet so 
let's talk about this. I'll I'll use myself as an example. Um, I was not. How do I put this? So sex work for me, right? I was on Tumblr in my teen years, right? I was on Tumblr from the age of like 13 to like 21. And I ran a semi-popular blog whose name I will never mention. And from my youth, um, when I was really young, there were a bunch of like sugar babies and um, um, like sex work accounts and like full service sex workers and escorts and stuff who like blogged about, you know, their lives. But I wasn't on that fucking side of Tumblr. I was a fucking teenager. I, how would I have found that shit? I wouldn't have even known what to look for. You know what I was on? I was on the side of Tumblr that was about fandoms and my favorite shows. And, and you know, what is it called? Not manga. What is it? Erotic fan fiction and shit. Like, that, that's what I was into, right? At 13, 14, 15. Now... Are there young girls at 13, 14, 15 who realize in those moments that, oh my God, if I wield my sexuality as a weapon, boys will do whatever the fuck I want. And then they take that into adulthood. Yes, it's absolutely possible that that happens in regular fucking life, just in high school. Have you ever seen a teenage boy? They will do anything for sex. So if a girl realizes this young, sex work seems like a reasonable jump because hello if boys will do things for me now in high school men can give me even more things like it's it's such a reasonable leap right but that's not most teenage girls most teenage girls are socialized in america i can only speak for america to be ashamed of their sexuality um, we don't have comprehensive sex ed in America. Overall, I know some places are better than others, but overall, we do not have comprehensive um, sex ed. So we don't really teach people about their desires and about what they want. So girls in general are socialized to be ashamed of their sexuality. So to say that the internet wields that... Um, sexual freedom against them and and grooms them into wanting to be sex workers is dishonest being on the internet at the same time as other adults and seeing the things that they do is not the internet grooming you it's a doorway it's the same thing as when boys learn that porn can include threesomes (laughs) like at young ages because they're looking up shit they shouldn't be it's the exact same thing when You know, you find a young girl that is like, oh my God, I can't wait to be 18 because I want to be a porn star or, oh my God, I can't wait to be 18 because I want to be a stripper or, oh my God, I can't wait to be 18 because I want to be an escort. It doesn't mean that they were groomed to believe that. It just means that that is something that they chose for themselves that they think they want to do. No, some of them will get into it and realize this is not for me. And some of them will enjoy it and continue to do it until they don't want to do it anymore. And there's nothing wrong with that choice. But the internet, making something visible is not responsible for the grooming of children. That's not how that works. Children are imprinted upon by a bunch of things constantly, constantly. And, you know, if you want to talk about the internet, you absolutely can. But we can also talk about the fact that media aimed at children specifically 
Because OnlyFans is not aimed at children. While it's visible to them, it's not aimed at them. Which is the language that people are using. That this hypersexual, uh, sexual freedom movement is aimed at children. That's absolutely not true. Telling a girl that she should know where her, you know, clit and, and um, G-spot in her vagina is, is not the same thing as saying, hey, go be a slut for money. It's not. So, anyway, when we're talking about the sexual freedom movement, that's specifically for adults. Like, that's what that's for. Can children overhear and read and see these conversations? Absolutely. But are they aimed at them? No. They're conversations amongst other fucking adults. And when children, and I say children, but I really am talking about teenagers specifically who are still minors and are still children, but teenagers who have their own agency and their own brains and their own way of coming to conclusions, often wrong because they're teenagers, but you know, whatever. They come to these conclusions about sexual freedom and how they should feel and how they should be and being more open because it's 2020 versus, you know, the 50s and all of that. Because they're human and they're allowed. They are allowed to view these conversations and then comment on them and have their own teenage appropriate conversations. And sometimes, sometimes they fall on the wrong side of things. That's fine. Who's to say who's right or wrong in any of these conversations? Because when it comes to sexual proclivities, as long as it's legal, well, I can't even say (laughs) my whole existence is criminalized. I can't say as long as it's legal. Um, As long as it's it's consensual and doesn't involve adult and children. uh, It is up to you and the other person or people that you are having those sexual proclivities with. So to say that the sexual freedom movement is is aimed at grooming children into becoming sex workers is inherently dishonest. And to use the argument that no one dreams of becoming a sex worker is also inherently dishonest because number one, that's absolutely impossible. There's like 7 billion people on the earth. You're telling me that none of them think of becoming a sex worker, some type of sex worker, because please remember there are multitudes of sex work. So none of them thought of becoming any type of sex worker ever. That's not realistic. Personally, let's go into my background a little bit. When I was 16, I wanted to be a sugar baby. When I was 17, I knew I wanted to be a stripper. I always wanted to be a stripper, but I didn't want to strip in the same town as my family. I never wanted to do that because one, it was not your fucking business. So I wasn't going to tell them, but I also didn't want any of my family members to ever walk in and I have my titties out. Like that just was not something that I ever wanted to deal with because you know, it's very movie-ish, but it's real shit. It happens. So it just wasn't realistic for me. And then I moved away from home and I became a stripper because it was what I wanted to do since I was 17. And I had friends who had been telling me for years, well, I'm going to a stripper. And it's like, oh, no, I don't want to do it in the same town. It's my family. Blah, 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 blah. And I went and I did it because I wanted to. Not because I knew any strippers or because I talked to any or because I was online watching them or anything. I just, it was something that I wanted to do. I was comfortable with my body. I thought I was hot. I liked my boobs. I wanted to show them off and get paid for it. Especially because as a a woman, a girl really, you get catcalled and mistreated on the street by random strangers all the fucking time. So the things that people say to you in a strip club don't even come close. Okay. And that was something that I constantly had to tell my father. Like, this this doesn't even fucking come close to the shit that I've experienced on the street. 
I don't feel bad about being here. At least these men pay me, right? I have the control here. And I think that was my favorite. That was what I found out about stripping. That was my favorite part of what I found out about stripping. But why I originally wanted to go into it was very, it wasn't as complicated as people try to make it. I was cute. I had nice titties. I wanted money. Simple. (laughs) It was better than working at redacted folding clothes and working Black Friday sales and shit. It was much better than that. And as far as, you know, being a sugar baby, it was something that I realized wasn't for me after much, much research and dipping my toe and blah, 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 you know, the whole rigmarole. And like most sugar babies, I turned to full service um, sex work because being a sugar baby kind of sucks, unless you get a whale, (laughs) but it kind of sucks otherwise. So that was just me, right? And... I have both of my parents. I have more than just both of my parents. I I grew up in a healthy home. I have a great relationship with my father and my mother. So I don't have what a lot of people think are daddy issues. Um, I was not assaulted as a child. I was not, um, what, what are these other reasons that I, I wasn't on drugs or anything at the time. Anyway, I wasn't on drugs. I didn't do drugs. <sighs> what else? Yeah, like all those reasons that people say that people turn to sex work, none of them apply to me. Now what? Now what? Sex workers still deserve labor rights. Sex workers still deserve to have a safe environment to work in. Sex workers still deserve to be safe. And that's just what it comes down to. So when you're talking about sex work... Understand that when we're talking about decriminalization and everything like that, we're not talking about making it more accessible to children or grooming your fucking kids. We're talking about making our careers, our livelihoods, the thing that make us fucking money and keep us with a roof over our heads and food food in our bellies. We're talking about making it safer for us. And if making sex work safe in turn allows more people to see it as a valid career option, so fucking be it. I, I think it was Juno Mack. Oh, God, please don't misquote me. But I mean, I hope I'm not misquoting. But I think it was Juno Mack who said, instead of saying, oh, my God, I hope my my daughter never becomes a sex, work, sex worker, imagine that she already is. And ask yourself, is it safe for her? Is she safe tonight? And I think that's what it comes down to because people absolutely sexualize children on the Internet. It is bound to happen when people don't have to be openly pedophilic they can just allude to their pedophilia by saying things like even as far back as you know ash uh the the twins um the ones who were on full house you guys know who i'm talking about those twins like even them they started the fucking clock until they turned 18 right that's sexualizing a child Counting down until they are legal for you to lust after is absolutely sexualizing a child because you're telling me that you already lust after them, but you know you can get arrested for it. So the internet as a whole, you are going to find crevices and corners of the internet where adults sexualize children. You absolutely are. You are going to find crevices and corners of the internet where influencers because they are so accessible you will find the most disgusting and terrible comments geared toward them 
And it's absolutely possible for influencers because their pages are so open and because they're so accessible to a bunch of people, not just adults, but just people in general, that they it is possible for them to be groomed by adults. But the internet doesn't do that. The internet is not grooming children to become sex workers. And sexualizing children does not necessarily mean turning them into sex workers. Now, let's move on to why sex work may look glamorous. The media portrays sex work as glamorous or completely distasteful, right? Those are the options. There's never an in-between. It's never just regular fucking work that someone does. Either you're a stripper making a hundred grand a night or you're like a cracked out fucking stripper who gets beat up by a pimp at home or something like those are the options right either you're a prostitute who got killed in a fucking svu episode or you're a high class escort and you have an assistant making all your appointments and you never see a client that makes less than one million a year like those are the extremes that people are shown through media but you want to talk about the internet fucking tv has been shoving down our throats that you are either a high class escort or a low drug i don't want to use the word infest um drug using prostitute that's on the corner and it's you're just so terrible you might die like it's so extreme all the time And when you glamorize something, people want to do it more because it's like, oh, it doesn't always have to be this bad thing. I could be that 1% that's the glamorized version of this. And it's like, neither one of those are completely true. Are they both true in some respect? Yes, but sex work is a spectrum. Are there, you know, strippers who become drug users or drug users who become strippers? Absolutely. That's, you know, that's life. It exists. Are there strippers who make 100k a night? Absolutely, that's life, it exists, but that does not mean that that's everything. And I'm not saying that to distance myself from drug-using sex workers. They are also sex workers. They also deserve safe working conditions. It's almost like if you're a sex worker, no matter what you do, you deserve safe working conditions. Oh my God, who would have thought? I don't know. The point, my loves, is that It doesn't matter what type of sex worker you are, you deserve to be safe. And it doesn't matter why you got into sex work, you deserve to be safe. And you being visible on the internet, not as much as people love to say, because sex workers are getting their accounts shut down every goddamn day on every fucking platform. But just because you're visible doesn't mean you're marketing yourself to children or trying to convince children to become sex workers we are inherently sexualized it's an inherently sexualized profession we are not marketing our fucking selves to children children being able to find us is one of the downsides of having you know accessibility on the internet that's it's not really our fault skin there are ways around it We can make everyone upload a goddamn ID to every goddamn site in the whole goddamn world and then put age restrictions on all our fucking pages. But come on, all of us have made an account that we weren't supposed to because we didn't meet the age restriction, whatever, and then we put our age higher than it was. 
I think my friends and I did that to get on Facebook or something. And many of us can get our hands on a fake ID. And let's be real. How many of these sites have been hacked at some point? We don't want all of them to have our fucking IDs. So it's it's very hard and unrealistic to expect the onus to be on sex workers to keep your children from seeing our material. And when you have fucking celebrities trying to carve their niche out on fucking OnlyFans and putting it in songs. Don't get me wrong, I love Beyonce. But putting it in songs and making it well known and mainstream for lack of a better term. Again, with the glamorization of this very real and very honestly regular work. So then, of course, more people want to get into it. Of course, more people want to see what it's about. Of course, more people want to do it. And of course, sometimes those people are going to be children, but that's not our responsibility or our fault. Honestly, I'd like for celebrities to stop fucking talking about uh, sex work altogether because they don't have the range, but it's a different conversation. So, I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is, monitor your fucking kids internet activity and talk to them about sex so that they have healthy fucking thoughts and understanding of sex and sex work and can make decisions for themselves i guess i think that's where i'm going (laughs) i think and as for the argument that nobody ever dreams of becoming a sex worker some of us do did i think i was gonna be rich no did i hope to find a whale absolutely did i no (laughs) and that's fine did sex work serve its purpose for me absolutely and it still does that's why i still do it and you know many people will say well would you still do sex work if the answer is probably no if i had a million dollars no if i had five million dollars no if if what are some of the other fucking things you know you know what i want to talk about I wouldn't do sex work if the fucking government did its job, right? If housing was put into public funding and easily accessible and low barrier where people didn't have to pay a third of their fucking income to make sure they had a roof over their head, maybe I wouldn't do sex work. I don't know. If food was accessible and and publicly funded and, you know, we didn't charge an arm and a leg just to fucking eat, yeah, no, maybe, maybe I wouldn't do sex work. But it's not because I'm doing sex work specifically. It's because work fucking sucks, you guys. Do you know how, many, how much time we put in to... A, this podcast, B, putting things up on Night Flirt, sitting there on Twitter trying to curate content. Do you know how much work that fucking is? Who has time for that? If you told me that education was free, housing was accessible, affordable, and free for those who needed it, food and water specifically was free or accessible and low barrier, meaning not extremely expensive, probably, no, I wouldn't do sex work. I mean, why would I? I would have all my needs met and that's kind of where people miss the point and if I have all my needs met then I could focus more on my education and I could do more of what I needed to to get the grades that I needed or whatever instead of focusing on trying to make money to make sure that my rent is paid so yeah maybe I wouldn't do sex work if all of those things happen but our government is not going to do that because we don't live in that type of country right now So when people ask those stupid ass questions of, would you still do sex work? If the answer is probably not because we wouldn't have to. But I think that tracks for anybody working at McDonald's or at any type of fast food place or at any type of retail store because work fucking sucks. Like, I don't care if it's a call center or an office job or what. Nobody likes working. And even people who like their job would 
prefer to make their own schedule, would prefer that their income is always going to be known without a cap, that you're always going to make the same thing or more. Nevertheless, nobody wants that. So when we talk about entrepreneurship and turning everyone into a mogul, like people do that because that's the type of society that we've come to with capitalism. Like we drain everybody of everything that they fucking have and all they're looking for is a different way of being which is why everybody wants to be a fucking influencer or mogul or whatever people just want their fucking time back and to be able to afford to live at the same time so i don't really think that's indicative of sex work as a profession but more of the society that we fucking live in (sighs) but yeah give people resources i guess i don't know housing healthcare, food water shelter make them guaranteed maybe you know and then have conversations about whether people would do sex work or not because when we talk about survival sex work we're specifically talking about people who trade goods or services for um an immediate need to be met so yeah sometimes it's for money but sometimes it's for housing sometimes it's for the drugs that they need um that's survival sex work but uh, you know, if any of us are one thing being sold away from being homeless, eh, we're all pretty damn close to survival sex workers is all I'm saying. And I don't know if that makes it better or worse, but I do know that sex work is not inherently bad and that none of us are marketing to your fucking children. And if anybody's a quote unquote sex worker marketing to children, they're really a pedophile and we don't claim them. Anyway, thanks for listening. Bye. If you want to help out with this show, become a monthly contributor. You can give as little as a dollar a month or as much as $9.99 a month. And no matter the amount, your help would sustain future episodes. Just click the support button in the description. And if you want to support me in other ways, buy my goodies on Night Flirt or email me about custom content just for you. My cash app is Mocha Kisses. if you just want to send me a tip. Uh, I thank you so much for your support and I hope you guys are staying safe. Ciao!